Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coach's Cup podcast. I'm Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender. I'm one of the amazing coaches with the No BS Weight Loss Program. Today, we are talking about slowing down and the power of the pause. Oh my gosh. Favorite thing ever. <laughs> Tell me why, Judith. Ah, this is where your power is, people. This is where your power is. You want to you get connected. You want to figure out what's going on. Take, take your agency lives in the, in the moment you can stop and observe and be with your thinking before you act. There you go. Mic drop. Okay, there we're done. Go. Thank you all for... <laughs> But isn't that true? I mean, if, if you could just, if, if we could go around as life coaches, follow our clients around and at those critical moments go stop. Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be easier for them and for us? (laughs) As we were pre-gaming, as we know, like we can coach on it all day too. It's a practice. Yes. This takes this takes effort and consciousness. This takes this is a gift that is ongoing practice. Yeah. So let's let's talk about first how we decided to coach on this topic, although it may be abundantly obvious right now <laughs> to to everyone, but Talk about how we decided to talk about taking a pause or a breath. Okay. Uh, So I was working with one of my clients and she was going to be in a social situation and there were, um, she was feeling dread around some, some seemingly harmless questions that all of us at any time in a social situation may ask one another. Mm-hmm. But these questions for her, she had a story behind and through our coaching, you know, the story would come up, but these, these could be simple. Yes, no questions. And when, when someone asked her a question, she would not, she would want to say the answer, you know, the yes, no, and then explain Yeah, and not hold that space for herself, mm-hmm. give the yes, no answer. And then be in the moment to let the other person. It even went on to say, like, she didn't want them to feel bad. You know, mm-hmm. there's this whole dialogue, this, this experience that was created. Yes. Her, the practice we did was to have that pause. Yes, no. And pause mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. And this, this also works. I, I coached a client on it just this week. In, in our own experience by ourselves, you know, if you are um, sitting at home alone at night and you start to go, you know, I'm, I'm going to hit you with your favorite, Judith. Mm, popcorn sounds good right now. Well, <laughs> so yeah, the popcorn, you know, it's always a good little snack while you're watching TV and <laughs> <laughs> and she said, you know, before she knew it, she was just sitting there eating. Mm-hmm. And so I coached her on the power of the pause. What if mm-hmm. you set a timer 
for two minutes Mm -hmm. and just see what comes up in those two minutes. Right. And I think, you know, we are a culture that doesn't like silence. Oh, agreed 100%. And, you know, if you're a mom listening to this, think about how we cram. I mean, a a dad listening to this too, but, uh, you know, from, from our own perspectives, I think about moms who fill their kids' days with activities Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from school to ball to whatever, karate, dance, homework. Yeah. And we don't take time to just sit and listen and maybe even get bored. I was going to say that, Sonia, didn't we talk about this? this is where creative creativity can happen. Yes, this it, it's it's the sweet spot in our lives. And yet with our culture, it, it's like we're working against it constantly. Our benefit of being farm girls, Sonia, let's just come back to our farm girls. We have you plenty know, of time to practice the pause. <laughs> That I hadn't thought about that, but there is a lot of truth to that. Absolutely. I mean, how, and you know, you were, you were a younger child, young, younger than your siblings enough to be considered an only child. I was an only child. So yeah, it was just us and the animals out there in nature. And so I think I grew up being very comfortable with silence. Yes, me too. Me too. Like, like I rather I enjoy it. <laughs> prefer it myself, <laughs> me and the animals out on the, out at the Creek and my creativity. Oh my gosh. You know, building oh, yeah. little houses out of leaves and bark and making oh, yeah. out of grass and dandelions. And- mm-hmm. I had, you know, the big grapevines. I had, yes! I had chairs made out of the grapevines. Yeah. Well, we could, we, everybody who didn't grow up on a farm, they're like, what are they talking about? I know. But- right. Was it muscadon grapevines? I don't know. There was a muscadine grapevine down by my creek. That's nasty grape. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, (laughs) That's a whole nother story. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. (laughs) Anyway, so taking the power to pause, I think it it is one of the most powerful things that we can teach. And maybe we did get a little edge on, you know, on learning about, about the power of it. And this falls into play too with our mindfulness. Yes last week, you know, this, this is kind of that the pause is that moment. Yeah, I I, absolutely. I agree. And, you know, this concept is really very popular in self-development in psychology. And you were, you were talking earlier about uh, a couple of places that comes up with Viktor Frankl. Okay. Well, yes. So Viktor Frankl is, um, he is a Holocaust survivor. He was a psychologist back in the day, and he wrote a book, Man's Search for Meaning. And he is quoted often. Many of you have probably um, heard this. So the, the quote is from Viktor Frankl, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Yeah. And let's, let's break that down for just a minute between stimulus and response. So with, with my client, the stimulus was sitting there watching TV alone and saying, huh, popcorn sounds good. Mm -hmm. And the response is either you go eat 
or you choose not to. With your client, it was a social situation. The stimulus was, I'm going to ask you a personal question, just making small talk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then her response gets to be, am I going to just give the yes, no response required? Or am I also going to give my excuse because I think my answer isn't what you want to hear? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the stimulus and response we're talking about. There's got to be a pause, mm-hmm. a taking of a breath, maybe two or three to decide how do I want this response to look? You know, um, that if we take the word responsibility, yes, response ability, yes, response ability, Mm -hmm. right? To take control of your response. You have the ability in the pause yeah, to to get the perspective, to be responsible. (laughs) Yes, Yes, absolutely. I love at, at some point I had thought last week about taking that word apart and we just never got to it, but I, I think it even works better here because yes, you get the choice. Mm-hmm. And you have to get comfortable mm-hmm. with the space in between. Mm-hmm. Find the the fire poem that okay. you had. Can you read that? I can read the fire poem. So I actually came across this poem. Um, fan of Tara Brock. I listened to a lot of her podcasts, and she had cited this poem in her podcast. So. Um, it's a poem by Judy, Judy Brown, and it's called From Fire, apparently. And it says, what makes a fire burn is space between the logs, a breathing space. Too much of a good thing, too many logs packed in too tight can douse the flame almost assuredly as a pail of water would. So building fires requires attention to the space in between. A fire grows simply because the space is there with openings in which the flame that knows just how it wants to burn can find its way. I love that. Mm-hmm. Moms and dads pack activities into children's lives because they want what's best for them. In their mind, the more I pack in here, the more they're going to experience and learn and grow. But, but, and that is a fear driven response right there. Pack your days so full of things that you can't, uh, that the thought of missing a practice of missing, you know, an, of a, of a thing that that is a fear driven and you are, you are, you are uncomfortable with taking that pause because what if, what if we miss, he misses how to learn this skill. What if my child was going to be an NBA basketball player, but because we don't go to basketball practice, they never become that. Mm. Yeah, I, you're, you're exactly right. It is fear driven, but what habit driven. Yes. The habit brain. Right, right. No, I don't think anybody really sits at home and fears that. Right. Right. But that that's what it's derived from. That's the core. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what if your child is going to become a philosopher or a psychologist or some kind of inventor if they only have the space 
to think. And, you know, we're constantly looking today for, for innovators, for people who, who can come up with ways to solve the world's problems. And yet we're packing, I think, I think we're going about it backwards. Instead of packing more education into, and listen, I'm an educator. I, I hear what I'm saying here, mm-hmm. but instead of packing more camps and opportunities, we need to pack in some time for silence, some time for a pause to well, help our children get comfortable with being all, bored. I, I totally, Sonia, like if we can sit here and both of us know we could say it's, it's moms and children, but how many moms have adult children? How many, how many of us are out there in the workforce, not allowing space for ourselves in the day? We're absolutely, oh, I got to show up at work. I got to do this. And I got to go ride my Peloton and I got to go, you know, do all these things. But in the, at night, yes. when, when, when the kids are tucked away, yes. there is silence and you don't know what to do. And you're feeling the science, science, silence, uh-huh. food. Netflix, alcohol, alcohol, like the things when yeah. the silence comes, shopping, online shopping, because you don't know what to do with yourself. You have all yes. the thoughts are there. Yes. You don't like the silence. Yeah, no. And we were talking earlier, you know, this is even a biblical principle. Be still and know that I'm God. There is what, no matter how you come at this, whether you come at it from psychology from spirituality. And we're going to talk about how that those are really, <laughs> I don't think you can tear apart spirituality and, and psychology either, but it is a biblical principle. So this has deep roots, this mm-hmm. concept. It, because we, it's, not, it's not really conscious thinking. No. It's, it's habit thinking. And the yes. spirituality comes when we are connected with our conscious thinking into our body and realizing that we're on autopilot and slowing down with intention and purpose. Yes. Yeah. And I want to make sure everybody understands that because when, when we start talking about the spiritual practice, some people think that we're getting in the woo and, you know, we're talking about something that you have to uh, meditate, have a, have a long meditative practice to get to. No, you can, if you have never in your life learned to pause, you can start today figuring it out. Because when we say it's a spiritual practice, all we mean is that the mind and body come together, right? You know, I was telling you, I was listening to Gabor Mate. So he really, we hear this and probably on autopilot because we're, we're cramming for tests when we're in college or high school or whenever we're learning this material, when he slowed it down he said, you know, we are, we are grown from a a sperm and an egg meat and one cell is formed. Mm -hmm. And when you think about the mind and body started from one cell and to think that they are not connected, the cells specialized, but we are connected by the cells of the one body. Yeah. So at, at our root, we are spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our culture has moved us. We have practiced moving away and that has become the habit. Right. But that is, it's, it's against our nature to not to have those separated. What do you mean? I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Is this where we're thinking like, because that need to, that something's wrong, that something yes. must be wrong. If I keep doing, I have a sense of control. Yes. Yeah. So, it's, 
I think a lot of this moving away from the pause, moving away from, you know, seeing boredom as somehow a, a negative, awful thing, it's, it's cultural. It's not natural. I think it's much more natural to think we are mind and body together and we work best when we are, when mind and body are in touch with each other, when we're feeling our feelings, when we're not afraid and we push them off with binging or buying or drinking, you know, when we are in harmony, natural harmony, we are learning to pause. 100%. 100%. I, 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 there's just like, I'm trying to think of a different way to say the same thing to connect with our listeners that when I think about our, was it accountability was our podcast we did last week. It was about mindfulness. Our ability again, like it all, it's kind of like another way of saying that when you own the moments with your conscious thinking, if you, if, if you check in with yourself and see, what am I doing and why am I doing it? Yeah. <laughs> like self-awareness. That was last week. Self-awareness. <laughs> self-awareness. Okay. I knew there was somewhere we yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. similar, but the ability to think before we do, we want, we want to have, we want to be on autopilot when our kid runs out into the road, we want yeah, to be, yeah. you know, go grab the kid. Right but we don't want to be on autopilot when we come home from work and just not have the ability to have quiet when the family is resting to think that if everyone is eating in silence, that that's a problem. Yeah. To the point that you even, you can find, if you look, you know, a list of questions, discussion questions to have during dinner. Have you seen those? Yeah. Well, you know, there is a lot of psychology around like conversations to have at dinner. And I, I sure. like, I get the value in that. Sure. But then when you think about the push for it, because you're uncomfortable with the silence, like check mm-hmm. in with your reasons, right? This would be, right. do you like, do you like your reasons? Is this, if you can ask one good question, boy, I would love to have the kids back home. I'd like to have them back at my dinner table all at one time. Just, yeah. You just made my brain travel on that one, Sonia. <laughs> yeah, no, those those are, are more and more rare in, in our house too. Mm-hmm. They're so it's nice to have those times. I'm not I'm not saying you shouldn't have dinner conversation mm-hmm. at dinner time, but I think what you said is absolutely right. It's if you feel if yes. you feel that anxiety rising up in your belly because things are quiet. Yep then check that. What, what's going on there? Why do you feel anxious in the silence? Maybe everybody's just decompressing. Maybe it's a gift. Yes. That they're just feel comfortable that they can come home and be themselves and that sitting in silence and enjoying your meal, being present with your food, Mm -hmm. just being in the company of each other can be enough. Yeah. Have to cram words while people are eating. You don't have to think of something to say. That's what my husband and I, when we travel together, we'll go long periods because both of us are, are relatively introspective people. And, you know, we may sit for half an hour without saying anything to each other. And it's not because we don't have plenty to say. If we want to talk, we'll, we'll talk, but we both also can value that time 
to just, you know, be in each other's presence and not feel like we have to fill the time with words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking of, you know, the, the client with the yes, no questions, mm-hmm. you know, that pause in that moment, her power, we're talking about what is the, the connect three seconds, five seconds to allow yeah. the other person the opportunity yeah. to say something or not. Mm-hmm. We're not yeah. talking about 20 minutes here. <laughs> Although I will moments, tell you little- that when I am, when I am teaching people how to teach one of the things or in presentations, you know, when you ask questions, one thing that my students are always, you know, almost always, they are uncomfortable with a silence. If nobody answers, if nobody responds, then they need to go on and say words. Mm-hmm. And I teach them to get comfortable with waiting. You know, wait, if nobody says anything, give, give them time. Maybe people are trying to come up with the right response. It always took me a while to kind of put my responses together. I was not a good off the cuff speaker. I needed to think about my response. And so I worked best in classes where professors gave us the time to respond, but many people feel anxious and they want to fill that time with talking. So Mm -hmm. I encourage them to practice time for silence and letting people. I love that. I love that so much. And and I even want to spin off that because I think to myself in coaching, when we're coaching, I had this moment, you know, we all coach differently. Mm -hmm. And I had this awareness that my coaching was different, you know, because that's what my brain's telling me. And I had another coach tell me that my gift was the ability to hold space for others. Mm-hmm. And that's asking the question and giving the client time to be, to answer and respond and to not rush and to just be present. Yeah. And that space is where growth happens. Absolutely. I think, you know, you have got to have time to real, especially with, with coaching, when you are trying to dig back and find out what was my thought in this moment, what, why did I choose my, why did I make this choice? That's probably not going to be up at the surface, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how, how can we help our listeners insert some pause in their life? You know, my favorite, because here's the, here's my thoughts. We're always going to be eating and drinking and sleeping for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. If you have a desire to eat, pause, be with yourself. Just like you're talking about your popcorn client. If, especially if, if you, if weight is a concern or is something you are desiring to have more awareness or control over whatever the reason it's the easiest moment to check in. I have a bag of popcorn in my hands. Why am I in the kitchen holding this bag of popcorn? I'm not hungry. What am I trying to solve for? Mm-hmm. What feeling am I trying to create avoid, you know, whatever in those moments when you are getting ready to do an activity, if it's to get up and pick your phone to look at another Facebook post or Instagram, what are those? Yeah. I do love those little stories, those little yeah. video reels. But 
questioning yourself before you start an activity, right? Because that's, that's the response. Mm -hmm. You're getting ready to do something. You've had a thought, a stimulus before you get ready to do check in. How's that? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I, I try to take advantage. uh, I, I know I've said this before, but in the car, I have times when I will turn off, I I use that as a time to listen to books, to listen to podcasts, but I will turn everything off and just be present. What am I thinking right now? What am I feeling in my body right now? Mm -hmm. And I'll spend sometimes 20 minutes in silence, just trying to be present, to give myself time to decompress from my day. And that's a gift not only to me, it's a gift to my family too, because mm-hmm. Sonia is a much better mom and wife if she has left some of her day in mm-hmm. the car. <laughs> um, and when I, I'm I, trying, when, you know, when I'm trying to self-develop, then I'm still moving forward in my brain. Forward. I'm not, yeah, I'm not in the present. I do practice that when I am um, hiking. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I, I get connected with my breathing and my body and try to focus on how amazing my body is. What a gift that my legs are moving, which by the way, y'all keeping up with my, my pain in my butt. I'm not going to cuss. Did you notice I'm trying to tell that now? <laughs> <laughs> it's real, but the pain in my butt is improving. And, um, there is another bunny trail here. Um, you know, a lot of emotions held in the, in the hips. I think we did. We talked about this somewhere else when we were on a, I think all the the trauma, the body. uh, Right. That's right. Yeah. Because we both have hip issues and Mm -hmm. that was a very enlightening moment to me. I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm kind of tracing my story back with this, with this pain and Uh um, making lots of connections for myself in awareness of when it is higher and when it is lower, but why does what does this have to do with the pause? We're talking about hiking and, and, and celebrating my body and being present in my body and, and gratitude for, um, I took a pause from exercise. (laughs) That was huge. There's Mm -hmm. lots of lessons to be learned. You take away my the ability to burn out some cortisol and something I have been doing hit exercise for like five years and take that away and have me sitting in a chair all day. And you want to know some thoughts that come up? They do. My ability to process was exponentially challenged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can't, you can't process it if you don't give it space, if you don't give it oxygen, like you talked about with the, the fire poem, these are the times it's critical Folks, if you are trying to self-develop, you have to make some space mm. for your thoughts to come up. And, you know, we can we can tell you places that we do it like we have, but ultimately you have to decide. Mm-hmm. And it may be a situation, honestly, where you have to set a timer and say, mm-hmm. This is my two minutes. I have a, I have a Fitbit and on my Fitbit, there's like a two minute breathing mm-hmm. exercise that you can do. I don't know if you, do you have, you know, I, I have the Apple watch and I think it's, I don't know, often it tells me to breathe. I just yeah. like, what is this? 
Exactly. <laughs> but sometimes I'll use that as because it'll tell me when to inhale, when to yep. exhale. And not that you have to have a Fitbit or an Apple watch or anything else to do that folks, you can set a timer and do it. Mm -hmm. But like I talked about last week, that exercise I do where I breathe in through one hand and I breathe out through the other. Right. If if you all don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to have to go back to next week and listen or last week and listen, but you know, anything to just bring mind and body together for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. and see what comes up. That's where the gold is. That's how you move forward. You know, the Tara Brock has a book called something like finding the gold. Like yeah. it's, there's no, like, she also um, has one called the sacred pause, right? So she's all over it. She is <laughs> Tara. Y'all, we don't, of course we want you staying here listening, but you know, in a much deeper level, I, I don't know that her, it is deep. Mm -hmm. I think we can touch lightly. I think we can touch the intermediate, the beginner to intermediate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's deep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she spent, you know, more of her life actually practicing this where we're still relatively newer to it. So in comparison, and this is just at a, it feels very empowering stage Uh of, of having the ability to pause and creating my best life. Right. That's what we're, that's Absolutely. How, that's how you're going to get there. Absolutely. How you're yeah. gonna get there. And it's not error free. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we, we've told you some of our own thoughts that we come up against every day. The mm-hmm. only difference is that we sometimes can call ourselves on them. Sometimes we need a good coach to do that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, but taking that time to really realize what it is that's coming mm-hmm. up. And that we get to take responsibility, whatever the stimulus is. Mm -hmm. Stop the mental computations, stop doing, Mm -hmm. stop that self-driven and just be. Yeah. Stakes some space. How many many times have you coached a client and said, you know, there's just no space for me. Trying to find space. I can't take up space. Yes. Because you have literally logged, put the logs, too many logs on Act your fire. so tightly, yeah. Yes, there is no space. There's mm-hmm. always space. That's but right. we, we have to make it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to naturally appear. Like, it's just magically appear. I mean, it, we have to make it. it. It's incredible. Even as I sit here and talk about it. My, my brain is spinning thinking about like brushing your teeth. Like we, we do live on autopilot. Yeah. We do thank goodness for it. And we have the ability with our conscious thinking, take this pause before we do. Yeah. All right. Any last words? Mm, I think it, I just, I just hope that you find you listeners, right. Find a moment today to make some space for yourself, to enjoy the quiet, to feel the quiet, to listen to your thinking and find some space for you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for joining us today. If you are looking for a life coach, you can find more about um, my coaching availability at soniagreencoaching.com. And you can find me, Judith Fender, at the No BS Weight Loss Program. 
All right. Um, And please, if you enjoy this podcast as much as we do, go and give us a five-star rating on whatever outlet you get your podcasts on, whether it's iTunes, Google Podcasts, whatever. We're we're out there. But give us a five-star rating. I'm going to be like, take a pause right now. Take a pause. Do it now. Unless you're driving. Don't do it if you're driving. But another thing that we would love to know is things that you would like to hear about. What would you like us to talk about? Because you know what? We're open to just about anything. We we talk about all kinds of different topics and, and we'd love to know what you have, uh, what you'd like to hear from us. So in the comments, feel free to put that in there. And we'll see what we can come up with. Until next week, I'll see you later. All right. Bye, y'all.